is an alumnus from REC Bhopal with over two decades of experience in design and development of embedded systems for defense, automotive, and other industries. He is an eternal innovator with many of the products and solutions developed in the past by him and have been great success stories and still creating milestones. Welcome, Santosh Jha. Can you introduce you to the audience? Hey, thanks, uh, Vijay. Uh, for the nice introduction <clears throat> as uh, you know vijay was mentioning i worked in different sectors and uh, these sectors were uh, you know general motors actia uh, autocop and here i have been developing the different embedded systems especially iot systems also in the recent years and uh, recently we have been doing this for the agriculture domain uh, where we have developed the IoT products and deployed in many places uh, under uh, our startup called Sasya Systems in Bangalore for the last two to three years. Good to know, Santosh. Uh, Santosh, can you tell why should enterprises be thinking about IoT, you know, the Internet of Things in agriculture? Uh, which, as you know, the agriculture uh, yield is constantly required to be improved a huge potential is waiting in this area which can be solved up to great extent using connected devices that is iot enterprise can make the system affordable available to the greater mass and can get the advantage of volume business and you know with the recent bill of contract farming it is now making more sense uh, absolutely, you are right, Santosh. I think the need of the day today, the entire code perspective and the post-COVID perspective, right? I vote in agriculture. Yeah. Absolutely, the connected systems uh, should be prevailing. Uh, thanks for that uh, uh, answer, um, Santosh. And what are the business imperatives to digital transformation, especially IoT, the Internet of Things? How does this digital transformation and IoT initiatives? create newer business models, especially in agriculture? What do you think? Uh, yeah, as you know, there is an urgent need of taking the farming to the next level, especially I don't have to put the data here. Everybody knows that, uh, you know, using the latest technology and we have to act now, you know, we should act uh, in my view, we should act in, in the following ways. Number one, we have to develop the very cost effective and simple to use IoT systems having value for money uh, for the farmers. And secondly, just making a system will, won't work. I mean, we have to educate and deploy sample models in the strategic locations, uh, you know, uh, for the farmers uh, to witness the uses and advantages. I mean, this is the very important things, uh, you know, which we have to do. Uh -huh. yeah. You're right, Santosh. Absolutely. I know you know that, right? That digital transformation is not only specific to manufacturing and agriculture needs this digital transformation initiatives and IoT is one of the aspects uh, you can look at it. And then especially you have shared that a couple of instances where can there can be cost effective solution as well as the deployment models, uh, which are very much beneficiary for the farming. True. Uh, so my next question, Santoshi, is can you elaborate uh, a few use cases uh, you know that they are going to disrupt or disrupt the businesses? And what are the challenges you have faced in your journey? Yeah, I, I would like to mention here, uh, you know, the uh, around uh, three to four, uh, the product line, which was, uh, you know, keeping in mind the, um, the real uh, 
you know the pain point of the uh, community the farming community uh, we are mostly into the uh, you know the production side of the farming and uh, the first product here i would like to mention is the smart irrigation systems this is an autonomous irrigation system you know by measuring the soil moisture and controlling the pump and this we had deployed uh, you know in the pomegranate farm around 42 acres uh, farm out of that you know in 3 to 4 acre farm we had deployed the systems where by measuring the soil moisture the pump is uh, controlled autonomously you know and uh, we were proud to know that you know uh, a huge saving of the water was done here because their priority was water at that moment you know so that we are done and uh, right now we are uh, going to install the similar uh, system in kadur in north karnataka also and that is for the tomato grower and uh, this ranges from the you know a small grower to the uh, the big grower also another system is the you know the wireless uh, bore pump controller you know really it is a very simple system but very effective uh, you know because it is a wirelessly connected water level controller and for the bigger farm where you have 10 12 bores and there is one uh, centralized irrigation system you need to control all the pumps uh, uh, and collect the water at the place and the challenge is to maintain the uh, the level of the uh, sump there we developed this wireless system and we have put in you know more than 10 to 12 uh, um, you know farms uh, in chatisgarh so that was another system so you know th all these are uh, coming out of the pain of the farmers so when really you go there there is no such system available in the market right now i mean you go and uh, when you talk to the farmers they come up with the, those kind of uh, solution requirement another is the temperature humidity monitoring and co2 monitoring for the greenhouse which are really a critical parameter for the you know yield of the um, crop and then uh, for the potato cold storage uh, you know in, in and the seed cold storage we had supplied the uh, monitoring systems which is, is not affordable uh, till now you know to these guys uh, <clears throat> we supplied that then uh, another interesting things which we have not uh, gone far right now because of the uh, you know limitations is the pest and disease uh, prediction in the farm you know by measuring the temperature humidity and other parameters we have uh, done in a few of the farms um, but still we are uh, facing some challenges and uh, as far as challenge is concerned uh, you know the biggest challenge for us you know for us like technical person not having the you know agriculture science background so this agriculture domain knowledge is one of the you know lackness we have which we are you know getting it solved by you know contacting with the smes in these areas uh, absolutely santosh you have touched the right relevant points and the right use cases which are need of the day and definitely your answers will help the pain areas the challenges uh, in that domain and also the, you are rightly touched that the smes the agricultural domain right is one of the main criteria for the uh, for the benefits and the solution of the agriculture rightly said mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. coming to my next question santosh can you also provide some of the other technologies that can help uh, agriculture enterprises transition to new normal that is what the post covid we come with the new normal of doing business mm -hmm. right yeah uh, there are a couple of uh, very interesting things i will especially touch on the you know the production side of the agriculture uh, 
uh, I can say the AI can help a, you know, in a very great way by taking the right decision using the huge data collected from the farms. And that is what we are doing, you know, collecting the data using the, our IoT systems and then adjusting the irrigation and fertigation level as per change condition and weather forecast. And that can be a game changer, you know, how much uh, water is required, how much fertilizer is required today and tomorrow also, what will be required. All these things is the, you know, data play and the AI and all those things, you know, can play a major role here. And uh, the second one, I will say that, uh, you know, the drone and robotic things uh, coming into the, um, you know, into this area will have a huge potential for the use cases like, you know, pest and disease identification and localizing the pesticide spray, weeding, plucking of the fruit, etc., or the all the you know the open things which is you know waiting for the new things to happen here um, these are few of the uh, technologies which which will really create a, a a big big thing in agriculture i believe yeah absolutely right as you rightly said it before also right iot is the main criteria where you can connect with the different sensors and collect the data and then absolutely right followed by ai and uh, i'm happy to share about the drone or robot right because that mm. is the need of the hour in the future the drones mm -hmm. will definitely the differentiator game changers especially mm -hmm. for this uh, weeding plucking of fruits and stuff like that mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, so what do you think, right? What is your outlook for the global and Indian markets in re regards to the adoption of Internet of Things in agriculture uh, domain and also your different digital transformation strategies, at least for the next five years? Can you also share some of the agriculture trends happening? Yeah, um, I see, you know, the very healthy and acceptance trend coming, uh, uh, you know, out to, uh, by the, you know, by the progressive farmers, at least in India, we have uh, started with the progressive farmers and looks like they, you know, why till now they didn't, uh, uh, you know, use these things because it was not available at the affordable prices and with the, you know, invent of uh, the IOT and everything, you know, and making them as per their requirement, uh, you know, it's a great acceptance coming out of uh, these farmers. Uh, and uh, with the technology and the volume coming up, the cost effectiveness uh, of the solution has also uh, come into the picture. And globally, when I see there in the developed countries, uh, the acceptance is really very, very high. Uh, and people are uh, using it, uh, you know. So there, the scope is very high, you know, compared to the India uh, as on today. Um, but definitely, India is picking up. India and the other uh, countries like Ghana, Uganda, we get the inquiries uh, from there also. So um, coming out to the, you know, for the next five years, um, I'm not saying that, you know, in India will have the very booming things immediately here. So, but this is the starting of uh, this in India. We, if we really come up with a good, uh, you know, business strategy of, uh, you know, deploying these systems uh, as a, you know, uh, plug and play kind of things, uh, reducing the, um, the um, service cost and all those things, then there is a good uh, opportunity here in India also. But at the same time, you know, you have the greater aspect in the uh, you know in the global market as well so 
I'll not be able to give a figure right now, but I see a great scope uh, in India as well as in the uh, you know the developed and developing countries outside mm. India as well. Absolutely, Santosh, you have touched the right relevant points. That you definitely India has a bigger focus and then bigger opportunities when these conditions are like at least for the next five years. You can see right, you can see what where we are and then where we can go. Right, adopting all these uh, new emerging technologies, the digital transformation it, it initiatives, the digital emerging technologies, absolutely right. And how, uh, uh, Santosh, thank you for your time, especially coming to our podcast and sharing your views, giving deeper insights about the agriculture and their relevance in the digital transformation industry 4.0. Thank you once again. Hey, thank you, Vijay. Thank you very much. Uh, to the audience, uh, stay tuned uh, to more episodes and more podcast series from different mentors, experts on the digital transformation.